You are listening to episode number 43 of Wife, Teacher, Mommy, the podcast, how to be an effective teacher by taking care of yourself with Lizzie Linkston, the postpartum coach. Want to hear about how taking care of yourself is actually one of the best things that you can do to be an effective teacher and hear a real case study of how this has happened with yours truly. Let's get going. you're here listening to Wife, Teacher, Mommy, the podcast today. I'm your host, Kelsey Sorensen, a former elementary teacher turned homeschool mom. Whether you are a teacher or a homeschool parent, my goal at Wife, Teacher, Mommy is to provide you with both teaching ideas and mindset tools to help you live your absolute best teacher life. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. Now let's go. you're here and you're back listening today, or if you're here for the first time, welcome. So happy you're here. As I'm recording this and as this episode drops, it is almost Halloween, which I'm so excited for. I love Halloween so much. We're getting all ready. My husband has his 58 Chevy. It's red. We always decorate it for Halloween and we decorate it for Christmas. But for Halloween, he has this giant pumpkin. I kid you not. It is like huge. And we have it in the back of the truck. And whenever we drive anywhere, it just makes people smile. Like they just love it because it's an old 50s red truck with a giant pumpkin. That's really not something you see very often. So I love doing that. So much fun. And I mean, I know that was random, but I just, I love Halloween. I know it can be a bit crazy for teachers. So if you need some more tips, go to episode number 35 after you're finished listening to this one. We've got some activities and inspiration for you there that might make you a little bit more excited for Halloween. We've got some fun teaching ideas for you there. So be sure to check that out. But today what we're talking about is what to do to be a more effective teacher. And it might not be what you think. I mean, Actually, you probably know because you listened to the little teaser and you saw the title of the podcast, but we're not talking about like doing more PD, learning the latest teaching strategies or how you can streamline your planning or anything like that. All of those are wonderful things. And we talk about those in other episodes of the podcast. But what I truly believe is the most important thing to being the most effective teacher you can be is taking care of yourself. And you've probably heard this before, but the airplane metaphor. So when you're on an airplane and they say that you need to put on your own mask before you put on your own children. And that's a really hard thing for a lot of us moms, parents in general to think, well, why would I want to do that? I want to take care of my child. But you can't truly take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself. And as teachers, we have a stewardship as a teacher over all of these kids in our classroom. Likely we might have other you know, if you're a mom too, like this is wife, teacher, mommy, or a dad or a parent, you might have your own children to take care of. You have so much responsibility. And if you are taking on all of this and you're not taking the time to take care of yourself in a true self-care way, you're not going to be as effective as if you were doing those things. And 
sometimes it sounds kind of productive. It's like, I have so much to do that I don't have time to take care of myself. But what we're talking about today is really shifting that, finding those ways for self-care. And the type of self-care we're talking about is even learning coping tools and strategies that we do in coaching. And as teachers, we can be a big part of helping our students with kind of the shift we're seeing right now in society. So as Lizzie, my guest on the podcast today mentioned, we're kind of in this mental health decade. So before we were like really focused on like fitness, like there were gyms suddenly popping up everywhere. Um, I, lo- I love that she mentioned this on the podcast. And that's still a thing. Obviously, we want to work out. We want to do that. But right now we're seeing a lot more talk about mental health that was not seen in the past. There's a movement going on. And as teachers, we can be a big part of that. When we learn strategies to help our mental capacity, help us to reach goals, help us to find a better balance in our lives, we can create a legacy with our students and with our own children in how we teach, how we parent, the strategies we either explicitly teach our students or we just implicitly teach them by modeling how we handle stress, how we handle situations, etc. So today I have my interview with Lizzie Langston. And as I shared on last week's episode, she was my first life coach. And my coaching with her was really the catalyst to my own mental health journey. So if you did not listen to that episode, I share all about it on episode number 42. Definitely check that out. Um, But I'm excited to have her share some of her wisdom with you today and lots of actionable tips and insights that will shift your thinking right away just from taking the time to listen to this episode. Plus another amazing perspective she shares because I know you've heard about coaching. You've heard about it from me. You've heard about it from Chrissy and some of the members if you've been listening to this show. But this is another incredible perspective about what it's like if you want to be coached to yourself, which is obviously just another step you can take if you feel like it's for you. So now let's dive in and get into all the goodness in today's interview. Oh, but before we do, I wanted to mention that be sure to listen through because at the end, I kind of teased this last week. I really opened myself up to be a little bit vulnerable with you guys again this week because I asked Lizzie, what was it like coaching me from the beginning to the end? And she shared a case study of working with a client and that case study was me. Super interesting. And she shares some things that were different than I thought she might say. And I found it fascinating. So be sure to listen to this whole interview. Lizzie just has so much wisdom. So let's get going. Oh, but before we do again. Oh my goodness. See, I'm so excited. Can you tell? But I do need to read her intro for you quick. So Lizzie Linkston is a certified postpartum life coach, podcast host of the Postpartum Coach Podcast, and an advocate for postpartum mothers, helping postpartum women feel more passionate, playful, and full of purpose. Lizzie uses her experience in family studies, human development, communication, psychology, and her story to facilitate women to develop a deeper relationship with their bodies, their minds, and their well-being. So let's get to that interview now. Lizzie, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thanks for having me. This is so fun, Kelsey. I've missed you. So this is like extra fun to be able to catch up. (laughs) I know. It's been way too long. You and I, we were like chatting all the time for so long. And it's really fun to catch up and chat today. And I'm excited to have you share your knowledge and wisdom with my audience, who I just love so much. I feel like I'm bringing together my favorite people. You know, guys, so. we should all be friends, apparently. We all love and love we <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so before we dive in, though, I want 
our audience to get to know you a little bit. So tell us about yourself, like whatever you'd like, your background, and then also why you became a coach and what you do. Sounds fabulous. I feel like I have to start with my puppies. I just got a dog, a puppy. (laughs) I have a German short-haired pointer named Otto, and he's brown, and he's three. But then we just got another one, and he's black and white speckly, and his name is Harvey. (laughs) So I have two puppies, and then I have three children, ages eight, six, and five. So third grade, first grade, kindergarten. Yeah. So I'm a life coach. I got certified after going through really, really bad, like intense postpartum depression and anxiety. I had my kids pretty close together and I was like ready to just drop everything and be a mom. But like fast forward a few years and it didn't really work out that way. Um, What I learned about myself is I wanted to work and be a mom and coaching was my chosen path. And it was kind of born out of like necessity because I had tried therapy. I had tried antidepressants. I had tried the local postpartum support groups at the hospital and coaching just seemed to be the thing that it was really where the rubber met the road. And it really got me like out of where I was at emotionally and in my body. And then with my own healing continuing after becoming a life coach, I've studied with shamans and therapists and I've become trauma certified as a life coach. And I've just learned so much more about the nervous system and about how healing happens and the way our body stores emotion and it can turn into disease or it can turn into like pain. It's so crazy and cool and I love it so much. So it's really become a passion along with like a career and I just can't get enough of it. I just love it. I love it so much. And I love your coaching. And I love how you mentioned that you've like continued Mm -hmm. to like grow and learn as a coach because we want to continue learning. And I've noticed it too, like your coaching, you really like honed in on like feeling things in your body Mm -hmm. and everything. And I remember I was so resistant to that when we were working together. You probably remember this. It was cute. cute. (laughs) Everyone is resistant at first because we we grow up in sort of an egocentric, like mind-driven society. We we definitely value, you know, logic and organization and all of these sort of masculine brain focused qualities, but we're making a shift. This decade is like the mental health decade. Like last decade was mm-hmm. the f- physical fitness decade. Like all of the gyms became a thing. People yeah. re- became regular exercisers 20 years ago plus. That wasn't really a thing. But, you know, here we have gyms yeah. on every corner and and in-home fitness programs and I feel like this next decade is the mental health revolution. And so I'm really excited to be a part of it and I think teachers need to be in the in the know because their students and the whole world is like upgrading right now the mental health game. <laughs> especially after the pandemic. That's a whole other conversation. (laughs) Yes. And so many teachers, they're feeling so burned out Mm. right now. And I feel like they need to figure out like how to navigate everything and the mental health component of it, not just go, 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 you know, but like, how do I take care of myself in a true, like, not just like, oh, I'm going to just take a bubble bath, self-care, but like, you know, real true self-care. And then when they learn that, they're able to pass that on to the next generation. So it's powerful because we're in a shift. Yes, I, I agree. I mean, I, it's no secret here, I'm sure, on this podcast, but teachers are like such an important part of how things change in our world. So yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so so you're a life coach and you've also taught as a homeschool mom. This we both true. started homeschooling. <laughs> 
before the pandemic, actually, <laughs> yes. we both, because you, you did it in 2019 too, right? You yeah, started. End of 2019, I think. Yep. Yeah. So, because I remember we were both like starting our homeschooling and then COVID hit and everyone was starting, but we were like a little bit ahead of the game because we were at least already kind of doing it. <laughs> But anyways, can you tell us a bit about your teaching experience with homeschooling and how the coaching tools helped you become a more effective teacher for your children? Yeah. So by the way, when we say coaching tools, like there's there's so many coachings in unregulated industry. So I'll just give you like a little bit of context for that so you guys know like what it is that I even teach. But think like mindfulness plus um, some of the basic therapy principles, plus literally when you imagine a coach in your mind, like asking you questions that make you think differently, helping you remember when you've done well and celebrating, um, helping you examine your thoughts and your thinking patterns and how they're actually getting in your way sometimes and creating problems that you thought were outside of you, but really it's just a thinking problem. It's the craziest thing because we live in our brain, but we never were really taught to operate it. And so coaching, the specialty of coaching is just really helping you maximize this amazing machine of a brain. And then my coaching also is very, because I'm a postpartum coach, I'm just very, very body integrated, nervous system informed, you know, somatic. We bring a lot of breathing and stuff in. So when I look at that and I think, how did that help me become an effective teacher for my babies at home? First and foremost, it healed me. So I actually was, when I was in the depths of my depression and anxiety, I couldn't even be with my kids. Like we moved, we sold our home and moved in with my in-laws, which was devastating and humiliating. Also humbling, very grateful that they were able, you know, my mother-in-law specifically was full-time stay at home. She was able to really help me with my babies, but coaching like brought me back to life and helped me like find myself again. I think motherhood, I just got so deep into having babies like knee deep. <laughs> and I think I just lost mm-hmm. who I was. If I ever even knew it really before, probably didn't because I had kids pretty young. And anyway, so coaching just really like helped me find myself. And that gave me access to creativity, to new levels of patience and even just direction. You know, homeschooling, in general, you got to be pretty self-directed. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not like you have anyone yeah. checking in on you. And I think homes or sorry, coaching just gave me the relationship within myself to be accountable, to be kind and compassionate to myself instead of so critical. Cause you know, if you're so critical to yourself, you can't hardly like do anything. It just shuts you down. And so I was able to get out of those really destructive patterns that kept me depressive throughout some of my motherhood. Yeah. I honestly, I don't think I was thinking about this when I was writing the notes to prep for this episode. I was like, I don't think I would have homeschooled at all. Had I not found coaching, I would not have felt capable. I don't think it would have even been on my radar. It would have been way too much for me, what I could handle. That's incredible how it helped you feel like you were able to do something that you, it's like polar opposite. You were going from like, you couldn't even be around your children to now you are choosing to be around your children more to homeschool them and become their teacher. Yeah. I remember my husband was really nervous, you know, because yeah, he had seen me make great changes and feel so much better with coaching. And, but he also was like, we really just went through it. Are you sure you want to bring them home? And, you know, at that time it was just my oldest that I was going to be homeschooling instead of having him in kindergarten. But it was like, yeah. And I felt so grateful and happy that I actually could have the emotional bandwidth to like deal 
with him. And we have since found out he's um, on the spectrum and has some really special needs. And so it was like extra amazing that I was even able to do that after depression and anxiety. So coaching just really, it has a special, special place in my heart. <laughs> it's no secret. <laughs> and it really does for me too. I'm so, so yeah. passionate about it. And it's all because of working with you like for that first time. And I shared in the episode that will air before this one that I recorded yesterday, that initial story of how I found you. Do you remember how it was? Laura Garn, she's actually a homeschool coach. And she commented yeah. because I posted about like how I was struggling and I was postpartum and everything. And she was like, you need to work with Lizzie. And I was like, Aww. her comment just really stood out to me. I actually read the full comment on the last episode. So if you guys listening haven't heard it yet, be sure to listen to that one too. Oh my gosh, um, amazing. But yeah, so I found you that way. We worked together for like 15 months and it was completely transformative for me. And so I'm so passionate about it now. I'm like, I will never be without coaching in some form. And that's why I eventually added it to Wife Teacher Mommy Club because I'm so passionate about yeah. it. And I plan on starting my own certification next year. So I'm- Oh my gosh. I told you that. I, I thought- you mentioned that, but I forgot. That is so rad. I did You're mention that. I know. I'm like, so I kind of like have this plan. I'm like, you know, where I'm like <sighs> doing these things for the rest of this year. And then January, like right at the beginning of January is when I'm starting and going to be able to focus on that. So, I mean, I've been- oh. Oh, on yeah, the podcast. Baby. I'm like, you know, holding myself accountable to that. I'm like, people are going to be like, you're doing this. So, so I'm so excited. Yay. And it's all thanks to you. So it really is like a legacy. Like, you know, you oh. are doing this work and then you've affected others and they're helping others. Like now I'm wanting to help teachers and they're going to help their students. And it's just this big, oh my gosh, yay! beautiful it. ripple effect. Anyways, that was a total ramble, but because I'm no, so passionate it. about it, how do you think coaching can help teachers become more effective with teaching their students? Yes. Oh, okay. So basically like coaching really gets to the foundation of your functioning like as broad as that might sound, and I'll go into some detail, but like think about if you had a computer and it was a nice computer. It was like like medium grade computer and you took it into – and it worked fine. Like it did all the things. It was a little slow sometimes. Sometimes it might like do things wrong or weird and you have to go back and fix it and you're like, oh, but you know, technology. You just, <laughs> you just write it off to like, oh, technology. Right. Like it's just part of the deal. Then you take it to Apple, you get it upgraded, and then you bring it back home and you're using it and you're just like, whoa, this is a computer? Like computers work like this? <laughs> like what? It's so flawless. It like gets me. It's doing this, this. It's so much faster. That is essentially the, like the new version of yourself that you get to witness and experience and live in on the daily after something like coaching. Coaching, yeah, it really gets into the way that you think the first step in coaching is really just awareness. A lot of people are like, okay, hey, I want to fix this and this and this. And the first thing you got to do though, is just like start seeing things in, in a new way. Things meaning mm -hmm. like your thought patterns and your tendencies and the way that you operate. And I know um, Kelsey and I have talked about this, but one thing that's really, really important that I think many coaches don't emphasize enough. And this is coming from me where I'm trauma informed. I've been, you know, I've had childhood trauma. I've had issues where I've had to really work on this. And that is safety, learning how to be kind and build safety within yourself to yourself and even between you and your coach. And I think if I could pick one thing that I, I would love to see brought into classrooms 
even more like to the next level is just that sense of emotional safety. We obviously have physical safety at school. We're like safety first and teaching children how to be emotionally safe with themselves, how to recognize when somebody's not being emotionally safe to them. And maybe that's something you guys already do. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, just like coaching yeah. is so broad. There's such a variety of coaches. There's such a variety of teachers and what sort of teachings happening. But so basically like you're, it just feels like an upgrade. It feels like you're sharper. You are happier. You're more kind to yourself. You're more attuned. Like your intuition turns on when you've gone through coaching, especially my type of coaching the, co- the coaching I've created is very, very body integrated. And you're really working to connect with your body, listen to your body, receive your intuition, use that on the daily. And it becomes second nature. You just, I call it like a wild woman. You're just like, you're just like alive, <laughs> just alive again. <laughs> so good. I love that. And I love how you talked about how it's like, you know, kind of like the computer. I love that analogy, how it's like, you know, you're just becoming more a better version. Mm-hmm. You're still you, but you're just becoming a better, more aware version of what's going on. And and I agree mm-hmm. that awareness mm-hmm. is that first step because you can't just overnight change mm-hmm. everything in your life. Like, yeah. But we can't see what we can't see. And that's why having a coach is so impactful and valuable and will change your life is because she can literally be a mirror and show you things that you could have never seen by yourself. Mm-hmm. And once you can see the things, you can change the things. But until you can see them, you can't change them. We can see some things, yeah. but then there's lots we can't. So, and sometimes it's things that, like, once you do see it, you're like, "How did I not see it?" But you really can't. You need yeah. that, like, for years, for like, years. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. So fascinating. It's addicting a little bit, right? Don't you think? <laughs> yes. Like, like I'll never not have a coach. Like, it's just like, oh my gosh, there's nothing better than just that higher level of self progression and self connection and yes, understanding. It's so cool. It's amazing. With all the never-ending pressures teachers are facing these days, you need resources, differentiated resources to meet all the ever-widening gaps we're seeing in education and to save you tons of time. But you also need more. Resources alone won't help the mental load that you face as a teacher. You need more hands-on support with that. And that is what you will get inside Wife Teacher Mommy Club, our combination of unlimited differentiated resources and our teacher life coaching program is our secret sauce that you will not find anywhere else. Check out what Nicole has to say. I love everything about Wife Teacher Mommy. I enjoy listening to the podcast. I enjoy being part of the club and I especially like the coaching calls. Those those get really raw and real and to the heart of teaching as well as just how it affects our whole life also like the the Facebook group. And I really love the products. They make it easy to use in class. For podcast listeners only, save 10% on your first payment. It is my special thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Go to wifeteachermommyclub.com to claim your discount with code podcast10 and see the transformation it'll make in your teacher life. You'll love the hours of time saved and the mindset shifts that will help you live your best teacher life. And I think we kind of addressed this in our last question, but like we kind of have talked about teachers are feeling a lot of burnout right now. You know, we've gone through the pandemic. They went virtual. They came back. There were all kinds of crazy things going on. Now we're kind of things have settled into a normal, but we're now seeing all these gaps. We're seeing educational gaps because of 
the time spent away, different kids getting different support, like sometimes support at home. Others did not have support at home. So the educational gaps mm-hmm. that were already there have widened. And then there are even like social skills gaps and like mental health, you know, where our kids are needing more support after going through the trauma of this pandemic and everything. And teachers mm-hmm. are kind of getting all these kids thrown in a classroom and they're, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's a lot, especially if they don't have like, coaching tools, the the type you've mentioned to help them. So, I mean, I guess I don't know where I'm getting at, but burnout. <laughs> the burnout. Yeah. yeah. So that's what they're facing. And I really do think that these coaching tools can help them with that. Like, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think that, so I'm going to liken that burnout to motherhood because I'm not a teacher. I am a coach. Like I said, my mom was a teacher, but motherhood is an area where I have felt burnt out also with the pandemic, I think a lot of moms and a lot of teachers are moms. So there's mm-hmm. burnout on both ends. Yep. And I've noticed for me that a lot of the burnout actually comes from like an undisciplined mind, I will call it. And what I mean by that is instead of being present with the task that is before me, I'll go into overwhelm and I'll spin out and my brain will go down the rabbit hole is what I call it, where it's like in the future. So for a teacher, she might be like, well, I'm not going to you know, teach all the things and then reach my quotas. And then the principal is going to like be mad at me and then we won't get as much funding or I don't even know, right? Like just the, the little like rabbit hole that our brains go down to in the future is actually what I feel like drains me the most and is the most exhausting. Yeah. It's like we can do anything if we are present with it, but it's when we let our brains sort of like jump into the future or go go back into the past and wish it was different or analyze it or want the past more than we want what's happening right now. I know that's happened for me. And so I could see that happening. You know, oh, I wish I had last year's class or I wish the pandemic hadn't happened. Like who right. has never had that? Thought? Right. But that's actually when you argue with reality, you do, you lose, you lose energy, you lose your presence, you lose your ability to function and get things done. And so anyway, maybe that's not, you know, it's not like I'm saying, go get a pedicure and, and get a massage, like do that too. But also I think there's just a lot we can do from the inside to decrease burnout. And at the end of the day, even though that's, that's one more thing on us, it also gives us power to, to change our experience of what we're going through. And that's what we need right now. Yeah. So talked a lot about how, this coaching can help teachers and really help anybody so much. But a lot of people, they hear about it and they're like, oh, maybe that sounds great. But, you know, there's something that just stops them from taking the leap and investing in coaching. What do you think are the biggest reasons for that? Um, I think the reasons are kind of different for everybody, but I've noticed some themes over the last four years that I've been, you know, doing, I've done over a hundred free consults with total strangers. I mean, some of them have, I've known from past, but most of them, like 98% of them have been people that just found me on the internet and moms and actually a few teachers in there. I bet too. I'm just remembering, but I like, I think there's the conscious reasons and the subconscious reasons. So I think consciously, it's a lot of times we're like, oh, I can't afford it finances or, you know, will I, I think ultimately it's like, will I actually make the changes that I want? Can I actually have the life that I'm dreaming of having? The one that I feel like is there's a vision of it inside me, but I don't know if I can get there. It's so vulnerable. If you think about Mm -hmm. that, if you have this deep, deep, deep desire to be this kind of teacher or this kind of mom or both, 
or create this kind of nonprofit or, or whatever it is that living that's living inside of you right now, these desires, which I believe our desires come from the divine. They are placed in us and they are meant to unfold through us. And so it's just a matter of time. And like, but anyway, coaching is one of those really powerful things that can actually take you from being a person who wants to do this or wants to make this change to actually doing it. And what's fascinating is sometimes it gets scary to have it be real. Like we get used to having our deep desires live inside of us and we're so comfortable being the person that wants to do these things. But then when you come up to coaching, you're like, oh my gosh, if I hire this coach, I could actually like not have any more things that get in the way of me doing this. And I think sometimes that scares us a little bit, even though it's exciting. So then we start saying things like, oh, well, I can't afford it. Or, oh, that's what I'm saying is like on the subconscious level, I think we're just like, we get a little scared Mm -hmm. on the conscious level. We're like, oh, I can't pay for it or, oh, this or, oh, that. Like, I don't know if I have time or whatever, but ultimately I think it's just like, can I, am I actually worthy of having this deep desire actually come to pass in my life? And it's like a worthiness thing. So it's fascinating. I do. I think that's so fascinating because I think deep down that is what it is. And a lot of times, like, it's hard to want to even face that stuff. Like, you know, you've been burying it down so much and, you know, you don't want to face it, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, that's how we improve and get better and heal, like you've said. Yeah. Yep. It's fun. It's so fun. I love it so much. It's powerful stuff. Okay. So I also, I thought this would be fun. I mentioned on the last episode that we do this. So I want to, you know, kind of do a little case study, which is you worked with me on coaching. So, and I, I shared kind of my story from my perspective, but I thought it'd be a little fun for you to share what it was yeah. like working with me and what changes did you see from the beginning to the end of our coaching together? Okay. This might be weird, but because I wrote down a list, so I have it in front of me, but because coaching is so, it impacts literally like down to your cells. I mean, so many different healing modalities do, by the way, like yoga can completely transform the way. I remember seeing a picture of my yoga guru or teacher, whatever that certified me. And she looked so, so different a few years after starting yoga Mm -hmm. than like a picture of her before. So, so many different healing modalities genuinely just change you from the inside out. But I remember with Kelsey, like down to her skin tone, like when she got on the calls, I felt like after, and it was, it wasn't like immediate, but I would say like six months to a year. And for sure, for sure around like that year mark, Mm -hmm. I just felt like your health was completely different and like your face, your countenance, I guess, or your demeanor, just a lot less. I don't know. You used to have this, like, like your voice would sound happy, but your face would be like very tense and focused. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because like we would coach in the middle of the day and you were working or what, but I feel like after some months of coaching, like your whole body loosened up. Like you talked more with your body, your face, like you smiled more. Mm -hmm. Your eyebrows weren't as pinched together. They were brighter (laughs) and open. It was so cool. That's so interesting. Your breathing was deeper. (laughs) Like your breathing was deeper. (laughs) You were able to slow down. You can always talk fast still when you want to, but like I felt like your your general what do you call that candor or like your general Kate. rhythm of talking was like more paused, deeper breaths, like a little bit slowed down. Not like so slow that it's weird, but just like more grounded. Yeah, you're just more grounded. Yeah, That's so for sure, so interesting. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that was the physical mostly, and then the the mental emotional. I felt like you enjoyed 
money more and you worried less about it. You delegated more on your team and you were able to really, really drastically decrease any like drama or issues, you know, as companies always have, like you were just able to like not get so wrapped up in things, but think more clearly and even like delegate, take breaks, pause. Like you're, again, that functioning was just at a higher level. And I really saw you towards like the year mark shift from, you know, sort of like a a messier business owner, because every business owner is messy essentially to some degree, to like a real CEO lady. And it was so cool because you know what, like your organization needed that because the pandemic really required you guys to step up and be like, okay, are we going to just like freak out or are we going to like figure out how to serve our people during the craziest time in the last uh, like decade or not more than a decade, hundred years plus yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I, I feel so grateful that I got to watch it all. And I feel a little bit emotional because everybody needed support and teachers especially needed support during the pandemic. And it's cool to think that because I was helping you and coaching you and you were so receptive to that, you were able to really blossom and and make wife teacher mommy what it is today and catch the vision of the membership and like or the club or whatever you call it and just figure out how to support people at a deeper level. And I think that stemmed from you supporting yourself at a deeper level. I would agree with that. I I, I love your analysis. It's fun to hear from like another perspective, like the changes yeah. that you saw and and I find the whole like the more visual things you noticed, like I didn't really notice those myself. But now that you mention it, I'm like, oh, like I can see that, you know, like, yeah, that totally makes yep. sense. I love it. So with that, like you were able to help me make this huge transformation. Can you tell us a little bit about your coaching program and who you serve? I know you mentioned you are a postpartum coach and that was when you helped me too. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. We have a lot of moms who listen. Oh my gosh, you guys. Can I just say, I just love postpartum women. And by the way, you can have postpartum specific, like related to having babies, trauma stored in your body for years. And so you can be four or five years postpartum and still have postpartum issues that need to, need to be resolved. So I help women basically who I, who are having postpartum issues. You typically that's within the first couple years after having their baby, but I really have had women come to me four or five years later like this birth trauma is still sitting in my body. I can feel it. I, you know, it's affecting me. And, and so, yeah, I help women who are experiencing anxiety and depressiveness postpartum to any degree. Also just like paralyzing overwhelm, also just not feeling like themselves, not feeling normal. I call it a functional freeze response, but it's basically like you're doing, it's kind of like survival mode. And some of us just genuinely never really get out of survival mode. We might be out of the more severe degree of survival mode. Maybe in the first six months postpartum, we were in like a deeper degree of survival mode, but Mm -hmm. then we go back to work and things are crazy and we never actually feel like completely ourselves again since having that Mm -hmm. baby. And so I help women who identify as that basically. And birth trauma is also something I've experienced. I've experienced all of it. And so I I help them through both my own experience, but mostly also just the process that I've created. I have a three-step process, calm your body, calm your mind, calm your life. If you're more depressive, it's connect with your body, connect with your mind, connect with your life. And then there's lots of videos that people get access to in my group program. We have group coaching calls and I also offer private coaching. I love it. And I love your framework, like your three-step process. I feel like Mm -hmm. it just, it totally encapsulates it. Like when you, cause I feel like- I feel like you came up with that while we were coaching together, if I remember correctly. 
Yeah, you were like one of my OGs, my originals. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so I don't think you had that when we first started. And then when you eventually brought that in, I was like, oh, like I, li- I like that framework because I feel like it just explains it so well. So you did a great job mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you guys know as teachers, like it's important that your students, if they're having like a big lesson that they're learning, that there's like little baby milestones along the way to help them feel like they're grasping it so that they don't get overwhelmed or lost or off track. And that's kind of in my program, I have like a checklist of 10 things that will happen as you are approaching the final, you know, healing capacity towards the end of the program. And so people all along the way are like, oh, I'm doing it. Like, oh my gosh, this is happening. Even the negative stuff is supposed to happen too. So I have setbacks in there that people typically experience too, that they can look for. And so it's, it's very predictable. It's very sure people have amazing, incredible results. And I feel really proud of it proud of it. Yeah. And and the pandemic was, uh, I did a lot of coaching during the pandemic and was able to kind of create that process, I think in 2020. So I love it. Well, give us a link and we will share that in the show notes. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, Oh, that sounds like what I need. I have postpartum trauma, whatnot. Check it out. Lizzie's incredible. Yeah. I also have a podcast and Instagram too. So I'll give you the website in the show notes. It's just lizzielangston.com. I've got a free mini course on my homepage. So if you guys go to lizzielangston.com, which is just L-I-Z-Z-I-E-L-A-N-G-S-T-O-N, it'll be in the show notes. But yeah, there's like free resources right there. There's meditate a meditation for postpartum women and postpartum healing. And then I'm on Instagram at lizzie.postpartumcoach. And I have the Postpartum Coach podcast as my podcast. Awesome. So you can go like save it like right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Follow her podcast too. It's incredible. I love your show. Oh, thanks. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Lizzie. This has been so fun. so enlightening and such a fun trip down memory lane for me too. Like, yeah, again. thank you. Yeah. And I just, I just want to say thank you to all the teachers. I just finished parent teacher conferences with my kids, three teachers, and actually there's six total because they each have a classroom helper, which is amazing. And I just want to say thank you. I love you guys. I love teachers. Thank you for all you do, no matter in, in whatever capacity that you're working in right now, or even if you're not currently working as a teacher, like I just sending so much love, gratitude, and appreciation for you. Seriously. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, all of you. So appreciate you listening and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready to take the next step with me, then you are going to love Wife Teacher Mommy Club. Our top selling resources for pre-K through sixth grades have been used and loved by tens of thousands of teachers. And the club gives you one-click access to all of them to meet the needs of every child you teach while saving tons of time. Plus, you'll have our certified life coach in your back pocket with several monthly workshops and an Ask a Coach portal you can use 24-7. The combo of resources and coaching is our secret sauce to your best teacher life. Think of my team and I as your personal team, doing the lesson planning for you and on the sidelines coaching you and cheering you on as you focus on what you do best impacting the children you teach. Plus, if you're loving this podcast, you'll also have access to our private podcast just for members, where I continue the conversation with all of our guests with members-only bonus episodes. And don't forget the club VIP access to Educate and Rejuvenate, our summer conference, and our private Facebook community full of like-minded educators supporting each other. You do so much for everyone else, so it's time to invest in yourself. Your teacher friends' jaws will drop when they see just how quickly you finish your planning. Not to mention the glow of the happier, more fulfilled you. Head on over to wifeteachermommyclub.com to learn more.